You are listening to the Life of Beulah podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Brenny. This is episode three, where I interview Matthew, also known as Mind Over Matthew, to talk about leaving corporate life to live a life of freedom and the spiritual awakening that he's been experiencing in the meantime. His spiritual awakening is quite similar to mine, so I think you're going to find this topic super interesting. interested in seeing video along with this podcast you can go to youtube.com slash listen to the stars to watch the video version and that's the attitude i've developed so yeah well i think like my belief system is like when we truly are following our authentic path rather than like the ego one like the ego one would be like stay at jp morgan get successful have a successful relationship, keep going up and up and up because that's what my parents told me to do or society or the cool movies about finance in the 90s. <laughs> <or whatever. laughs> right. right? Um, like, but I think when we go on to an authentic path, this is how I describe it. It's like you become like the, sh- the sheep to the shepherd. So now all of a sudden, like the universe or God's in charge. And now you have to have faith because now you're not the one or your ego is not the one leading the way and controlling everything and making everything happen. Now you have a desire that's very honest and true, but what's going to make that happen is a higher power. So you're always going to be provided for, but not in the way that the ego would want in the way that your true self would want. So like, I think on that path, we are still confronted at times with our ego, like, Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I really wanted to stay at that campsite. Why is it closed? But like, yeah. then all of a sudden, if you keep trusting and having faith, you end up at a campsite where it's like a billion times better and nicer. Because when you're on a path of faith, being a sheep to the shepherd, you're always going to receive what you need, which ends up leading to like real deep fulfillment and inner peace. And not yeah. just like, oh, my ego just got a little bit of a boost because I just got a raise. You know, it's like, something so much deeper that can't be quantified in human terms because unfortunately from my perspective it seems like in the united states of america all people care about is being famous and making money and there's like no other fulfillment that means anything which is so sick because there's so many more aspects to life like the tiktok you posted of you being by the ocean and just like breathing in the beautiful flowers like that's not something that people would label as success but in my book i'm like hell yeah (laughs) yeah i want to be there right and i think that's the um the nature of the beast right the ego the the fuel to the ego is money and fame right because money makes us feel good and it makes us like feel like we accomplished something therefore it fuels the ego and it says oh yeah i'm the shit check out all of my nice things and yeah i i'm i've made it in the world right well yeah you've made it in the world that they've designed but there's so much more to life than just an egotistical way of looking at it right and i'm not looking at the ego as something that is an enemy that needs to be defeated i'm looking at the ego as something that has been built 
by something greater than us, someone richer than us, and, condi- and the ego's just been conditioned to believe that we must place our happiness in certain places. And that leads us down a long path of s- just slowly suffering because eventually those things that we buy require more money and it never fulfills that empty feeling inside of us because we end up saying, yeah, I have all of these things, but why do I feel still still feel empty? And that emptiness yeah. is because we're not fueling our self-love, right? We're too, we're too busy putting our energy in a hundred different places, becoming somebody we're really truly not. And that's exhausting. And our soul can't keep up with that because we were born and we were meant to achieve our soul's purpose. And it's never going to go away. And once you discover it, you can't turn back. I mean, you have this awakening experience and and after you know that knowing that you felt to be true in your body, there's just no going back. I mean, you you recognize that, oh, these patterns I was on was because I was chasing this dream of home ownership and and community and and, and community is great, but I, I guess I should say identity, right? Chasing, trying to feel somewhere that you belong, but you've you've always belonged. You've have everything that you have right now. You that's all we need to do is realize it. We're, we were never lacking anything in the first place, right? We were just yes. told that we have to place our happiness in things and people. And those things come and go. So you're telling me I'm going to put my happiness in energies that just come and go, right? Money comes and goes. People come and go out of our lives. So why are we going to attach to those physical 3D things first? Like, Make sure our love is filled first, right? We have a cup. And if we if we embody love, that cup overflows. It is endless. It will never run out. And it will always overflow for everything and everyone that needs it in that moment in time. But we always should make sure that that cup is full for us first because then we have enough to give away. And when we give so much away and we empty out our cup and we have nothing left for ourselves, well, then that's when we continually begin to break down and we get sick and... We become closed off and we become disconnected because we feel that the world is so cruel. But in reality, we're all doing the same thing. But what we want is the complete opposite. But we're fed to think that the majority wants that. And that's why it's hard to break free. Right. Yeah, no, you're totally preaching to the choir for sure. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, this is exactly how it goes. And then like even to just like, go into a little bit more detail but one thing I found in clients too is like like actually buying a house or having a family or getting married could be that authentic self that a person that's identifying as a free spirit needs to let go of they need to let go of that free spirit programming to like be honest with themselves and I think that that's the other thing is that people think that a spiritually awakened individual is going to look a certain way and live a certain way and talk a certain way or be nice or whatever it's like our authentic selves are so like um so individual and the type of programming that we've received the sort of corruption we've been sewn into is so different from individual to individual that every single person's path back to god back to love is going to look so different and the results will look so different not everyone that's spiritually awakened is going to live in an RV and be by the ocean and be traveling the world. Like that does look like freedom. And that does feel like freedom to the majority. And it is freedom for you. But, um, I found that one aspect that I, that is so true to me from spiritual awakening is like the true authentic self 
the real self is a self that's always evolving because the human being is limitless. So like, I would not be surprised if you own a house again and then you sell it again and then you're in outer space and then you're under the ocean. Like we have no idea because a person that's truly living in their limitless potential is never going to attach themselves to the temporary, but rather build their security in the only permanent thing that there is, which is God who is love itself, right? Like, that is the shift and like the fact that you are just saying that out loud yeah like i know you know that feeling because it's like the only permanent thing there is and then that seems like the real reality like god seems like the real reality and then everything in life no matter how beautiful it is my house my boyfriend my microphone whatever will never give me that billionth or billion level of fulfillment like i think of everything in the external reality, the Maya, whatever, as like, you can get a 10 out of 10 fulfillment, but we're all programmed to believe that the scale ends at 10. Right. But you and I know that it ends at, you know, like 500 or 327 kajillion, whatever. <laughs> it ends <laughs> there. And the only, yeah, the only way to experience that is to like build your security in the eternal, which is God, which is like, which is that visceral feeling of love, you know? Yeah. I just wanted to add more to that because I feel like people, again, get caught up in that programming of like, oh, well, then to be spiritual, I need to sell everything. Like, not necessarily. You just need to undo your programming, which right. can look like anything. Like, it's the attachment that's the problem. It's the building your identity and whatever it is, whether it even is like, I'm a hippie, so that's my identity. And yeah. hanging on to that for dear life, right? Right. Um, and it brings up a good point. Like freedom looks different on everybody. We've just been sold an idea that freedom looks like this. And if you want to get this, you must do that. Well, that's not true. We can attain that freedom for free. We're not chasing the money. We're chasing the feeling that money gives us. And so if we decide to not tie that feeling to that energy any longer and just be happy with what is and be present with my current reality and at peace with where it goes, well, then my life has no choice but to flourish, right? If I embody love and love equals evolution, well, then I have no choice but to evolve when I embody that feeling in a constant state. If I embody fear and fear equals destruction, well, then my body and my surroundings will crumble as I stay in this state and I continue continually to perpetuate that feeling, right? Because you're going to make decisions and then the decisions are going to lead to worse decisions. And it's just going to be this constant state of going downhill in a sense, right? But when you make that switch and you dig your way out of it, you start to eventually flourish and evolve. But how it's handled in society, right? When we, when we start to dig our way out, right? That digging out, I want you to equate that to the different decisions that you're making, those changes that you are making in your life. When people perceive those changes that aren't you, they say, whoa, you're changing. We're not supposed to change, right? Because that's how they view life, but you don't view it the same way. Your brain's different than them. So don't, the hard part is allowing our brain to go that different direction that society may be telling us not to go. And sometimes people get pulled back into that. Right. And we can't, and it's hard for us to break free from that. The opinions of other people hold us back more than we can imagine. And we don't even realize it. We're allowing people to make the decisions in our lives for us. 
Like, you're not going to make my decision. You don't look at life how I look at life. You don't view life through the same reality that I do based on my belief system, my conditioning, and whether or not I broke free from all of that. All of that, we have to take that into consideration. When people are telling you how to live your life, they're telling you how to live your life through them, and you're not doing that. And so that's one concept that I've really learned and played in my life that has allowed me to just not absorb people's opinions to just say, okay, understood. That's cool. But I'm still going to do what I believe that is my purpose when I'm operating through that love, through that God feeling, whatever you want to call it, right? I'm going to operate that way. Pretty sure I'm going to listen to that because it's only done amazing things for my life. And I would like for that to continue. Um, <laughs> I would like to feel good. I think that we were put on this planet to feel shitty, uh, to suffer. I don't think that that's the exact reason. I think that we were put on this planet to understand that, yes, there is suffering on this planet. But despite all of that suffering, we can still contribute to the peace. And we can still be a place of peace and understand and acknowledge that we don't have to be a part of that break down because it's just how we're supposed to live like <laughs> I mean at least in my head I'm sure you know yours okay like when we traverse all the anxiety the fear the trepidation all of that and we just let it go we get to that zero point where you're like you stopped your thoughts basically like all that's there is God and love. And then you realize you're like, holy shit, all this programming was just keeping me from like my natural self. And then as you start to move forward in that, you realize like how fake fear and anxiety are that they're literally just programs that like, notice like certain activities that I used to do fearfully and now I do without fear. And the result is like a thousand times different. It just makes you feel so stupid forever acting from fear or desperation. Like that was a huge one for me. Like, especially financially, I'd be like, I need to make money. Ah, and then I would start doing all this crazy stuff, like overworking. And then that results in health problems or I want to be validated and accepted. So I wouldn't write the song I wanted to write. I would write a song that I thought people wanted to hear, which I ended up hating. It's like, and when you let go of all that, you just really do feel so free and so happy. And like your happiness is so profound that you literally don't care what people think. You don't care what people do. You're just happy to do your own thing. I love it. <laughs> right. No, I agree. And that's just, that's the whole process of it, right? We have that integration period now with this new knowing and it's like now you know that you can traverse through your life like you said without having to worry about the opinions so it just shifts you to a new path and i think that that was a a programming piece that i had to learn you know through my spiritual awakening process and i believe that as i got into more of the solitude and into the into the quiet and a lot of people ask me like do you feel alone and i'm like no i'm not alone because my soul needs this right i need to discover who it is that i am and i need to allow the thoughts that are supposed to come to me that i'm supposed to learn how to discern through those thoughts and know when some may say the holy spirit is speaking or when god is speaking or when you're in that love feeling and those, I want to learn how to navigate through my life. I'm not just going to completely shut myself out from society. Hell no, I want to make a ripple effect in this 
with this spiritual awakening process. I want to help be a part of a large, momentous, great awakening because this is what we came here for, right? Like, let's be honest. And you stand in that faith and you're so firm in it because you know that despite what all the other people say, you have the proof inside of you. And I'm sorry, I may not be able to show you that proof physically for your eyes to see. It's up to you to change and expand your belief systems and to allow your life to flourish. I can just be a voice to help maybe lead you back home, but you're going to be the one that has to go through that reasoning and break down those barriers and make peace with those traumas in the past and the future and learning that it's all an illusion. That's up to you. We are just here. You and me are just here to be a vessel, right? Or I don't know what you want to call it. Just they no, say that's we're a great way word. makers or 144,000. There's so many names. Like, I'm like, listen, <laughs> you can call me whatever it is that you want. I, I really truly like, sure. Yeah. I'm maybe I'm part of that. I'm part of that too. Like if we're all having these same experiences, but like we all have different words for it. So like, I'm all of that, whatever you want to call me, just let's try not to pigeonhole ourselves and get us in the same position that we got. And that's by being so secular, right? Let's just break down those, those things that just divide us and just get it to that one unified feeling and then build from there agreed yeah like i don't like all the labels and i've noticed as like society degrades more and more and more it's like everybody on their instagram or even their tiktok has like 20 labels that they need to categorize themselves into i'm like this is a problem like we're just all ourselves okay um i don't want to forget that you mentioned walking in silence or moving in silence and if you want to speak a little bit more about that yes so one of the pieces that has allowed me to catapult through my journey internally and with this mindset is to move in absolute silence don't tell the world all of the decisions that you're making to transition out of where it is that you are because then you invite those opinions and that energy to pull you back in. So it is so important to just follow your heart and do what you feel is right, right? And sure, tell your mom or a couple people, but understand and know that they're only going to tell you what they feel through the way that they view life. And generally people that are plugged into all of that without knowing and understanding the things that you do are going to give you a complete opposite opinion of the things that it is you want. So when we move in silence, we remove that capability in our lives. We don't open the door for the conversation. We don't, we stop that energy in its tracks because we realize we are sovereign beings and we have control over who we allow, the conversations we allow and the situations that present themselves in our life, mostly right? There may be situations that were like, holy shit, I wasn't expecting that to happen in my life. But like, for the majority of the time, we have control over the choices that we make and the emotions that we feel. We just have to come back to a place of understanding that and slowing down and removing all that chaos and that shit that muffles those thoughts and those feelings in our head and then go back out and solve the world's problems. I'm not saying that we're going to be able to lead this gigantic Peace treaty in the world is just going to be engulfed in peace. No, right? Duality. You can't have one without the other. But what I am saying is we can come back to a place of healing, right? Restore that connection and then go back out into the world, whether it's politics that you want to go into, whether you want to be a police officer, a firefighter, that aspect of us doesn't mean that you have to deviate from the life that you may be living now, 
right? You may still love your job and those sort of things, but you'll view your life through a different set of eyes while you're operating in this system to be that monkey wrench, to throw it in those gears, to force the change that we so desperately are, are looking for. And that's just to be in unity and peace. And when everything's getting thrown in your face, that the world is the opposite. It makes you believe that that narrative is true, but that's only one narrative. Why, why, why do you have to believe that narrative? You don't have to. Yeah. And when I am in like my deepest state of peace, which is like where I feel like I'm literally like in a bubble of bliss. And then yeah. like I expose myself to these programs, they just feel like so fake. Like they don't even mm -hmm. have any weight. You know, it's like, this isn't the truth. This is literally just a manipulation tactic by people yeah. who feel powerless, whether they're politicians or greedy individuals that they use towards others to disempower others so that they can still feel powerful, even though like true power, real power can only come from within when a person is standing in their authenticity. Like everything else that we see play out of these big powerful people, it's all like this like fake power of like vampirism towards weaker individuals yeah and it's sick and when you're like actually like in this powerful state or whatever like i don't know i and sometimes i feel like what you said earlier it's not even about like us doing anything it's just about us continuing to hold on to our inner connection our authentic selves and then just do everything that we want to do from that place like i really truly think it's that simple like yeah because that's all that it is. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like a flower is just a flower. You know, it's just there being beautiful and shining and growing towards the sun. And then that's it. You know, it's like, I do think it's that simple. It's just getting people to believe that that's enough, that they're enough as they are. Like, there's nothing wrong with them. Like, I think that programming is strong where people really feel like, okay, there's something wrong with me. I'm not good enough. I don't deserve anything. Where like, when you feel God's love, you realize it's weird. Like that moment was so healing for me because like, I truly understood with every cell in my body that I was enough, that I was loved, yeah. that I was like the most loved person in the universe, as are you, as is the person next door. And it's like, when you feel that, like it makes you invincible in a way it's like, yeah. Oh, I'm loved. And like, it's like always there. Even if, even if I don't feel it in this exact instant, I know for a fact it's there, you know, it's, I don't know. It just changes you. Love changes you, you know? Oh, it does. And it's like, that is the, um, I know what you were saying. Um, oh, and I was going to say, it's like a slowly, oh, when we do have this like awakening experience, right? It's a final, to me, it was like a final process of slowly peeling back the layers of that onion that we grow when we're, when we're, traversing through society right we may be gay or we may be black or we may be this or we may be that and it's an onion that's created of this person and the spiritual awakening is just the peeling back of those layers to make you realize we must be vulnerable vulnerable enough to allow ourselves to strip away our actual identity that we thought was us and it turns out that we can be whoever we want at any single moment, right? And yes. <laughs> when, we be, when we embody love, we become a completely different person. And um, it's just the slowly peeling away of those layers. And 
trusting and just because there's going to be a lot of things that people have to say, but you have to stand firm in your faith and allow it to unfold. It just, it's on it. And we do, we overcomplicate it in our minds so much. Like it's the most, it's so overcomplicated to the point where it's like, yeah, that sounds so easy. And when it happens to you, you're like, it is. And you know, you understand <laughs> the other standpoint that the person's looking at it because like, mm. Becoming at peace with your current situation and allowing your friends to fall away that you've placed your identity in, your partner to fall away that you've placed your love in, all of these things to fall away, it's fucking hard. It's rough and it can take a toll on you mentally if you don't understand these principles and these processes. And that's one of the other reasons that I believe people end up in like mental institutions too. I believe that many people have had these crazy awakening experiences and they don't have the guidance to know what is actually happening with them. So our society throws them in the mental institution, shoves pills down their throats, and they never get a chance to discover this new aspect of themselves. And they're constantly barraged and people around them are calling them crazy because our modern medicine does not acknowledge this part of this aspect of who we are. And when, mm -hmm. let's say you're in your, what are we, are we Eastern? We're Western medicine. So if you take a look at Eastern medicine, when somebody has a spiritual awakening, they take them out. They inform them of what an awakening actually is. They fill their head with knowledge and education so that way they can make these neural connections. They bring them out into the freaking grass and put their feet on the earth and say, hey, this is okay. This is who we are. So if you could imagine in a world where you're thrown in this mental institution and called crazy, could we imagine if we normalized this, the level of healing that we could bring to this entire country, right? I'm looking at it from that point of view. I want to freaking shatter belief systems, but in a way that's gentle and helps people understand that like we can hold on to that anger and that resentment, or we can just fall into love and understand that that's all they've been trying to tell us this whole time. And yeah. by them, I mean, you know, the religious teachings and leaders around the world, we just, Jesus, Buddha, Krishna, they're all saying the same thing, right? Just in a different way and in a different interpretation for us to understand. There's 12 different freaking religions all over the world. How did we get to a point where we think ours is the one and only way? Did we ever take the time to think that maybe these religions were created to tell a story in their own version of who we are and where we've come from? And maybe if we just piece these stories together, we will develop and understand that hmm, a lot of these stories are just telling the same freaking story. And that's just when you come back to love and peace and embody it, you evolve and you grow. Exactly. I agree. Cause I've had clients that were in mental institutions or whatever. And then when you really work with them, you're like, there's nothing wrong with this person. They just went through a spiritual awakening that wasn't supported or something like that. You are halfway through the interview with mind over Matthew part two. Take a minute here to go check out his social media. Give him a subscribe. Go follow him on TikTok. He's such an amazing soul and he has shared so much more about himself since I first published the first part of this interview. Uh, thank you all so much for watching and back to the interview. And are you, so I do coaching to help people like, you know, deprogram and also when they have experienced difficult spiritual situations to help them through um and i used to do astrology like pretty much exclusively but i switched to primarily and pretty much 99 percent of my clients are all coaching because i was like i'm sick of telling people who they are 
because that's like kind of a disempowering sort of thing. I'd rather help them to discover who they are from their own inner compass and all of that. And I'm yes. wondering, did you start coaching people yet? Because I know you're working with herbalism and you're starting to branch out into new income streams because you're no longer working in corporate America. So did you yeah. start your coaching practice yet? No. And then when I, I want to tell you <laughs> that like, I'm straight up like in the middle of um, the UP in this RV park, just still in this stage of where I'm like, oh, I'm just going to keep relaxing. And then boom, my social media blows up and it's like, okay, I get it universe. I will, I'll start moving because it's time to move. So uh, I don't have much of that set up. I had a uh, call yes, two days ago uh, with one of the creators on TikTok who kind of speaks the same language that I do. I don't know if you follow him, Taylor Nardone. Um, no, but I will look into them. Yeah, uh, he's great. So I, I I got a hold of him and talked with him on his process of how he does it and works with his clients. And, you know, my biggest aspirations and the things that I want to do are to speak. I want to speak like I just want to keep talking. I want people to hear what I what it is I have to say, because and I just know that I'll be able to connect with people in a way that you know, only I can connect to just like everybody else. Right. And so speaking has really become something that I've be gotten really super comfortable with, which is wild because I used to be so afraid to public speak or to speak in front of people. Like if I were, if this were me <laughs> a year ago and we were having this, uh, this conversation, I would be so nervous. I'd probably be sweating bullets. But now when you realize I just stand in my authenticity, this is why they wanted to interview me. Then I can just be myself. Right. And those thoughts don't come into my head of like, if, am I saying the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? Do I look okay? Like, bro, I haven't showered in a couple of days and like, <laughs> just who I am and that's the one thing that I really want to tell people is that like I'm so authentic right like that's what I think that's what we're craving in this society is someone to connect with because we understand that you know social media has gotten pretty superficial in a way and we all wear a mask on social media and we you know a lot of the people only post the best parts of their lives on social media so we're we're not being as authentic as possible because then it builds this illusion that every single person in the world is just happy on social media then what is it that we are missing right it conditions that lack feeling into your body so when you take when you think that you're not enough and look at all these people they have more you're you're literally telling the universe to just keep giving you less right because you feel like you never have enough and so but social media has also been amazing, right? Duality. We've been able to connect with each other to talk, to reach more people and learn more things and get back to the truth and help people heal. So it has its, it has its good and bad, right? Or it's duality. It just is what it is. But with public speaking, um, it's definitely something that I want to do and it's on my docket, right? But I've come to learn that when I'm in my thinking process, right, when these feelings start to arise, I know that, okay, this isn't the route that I should go down right now. So right now I've really just been relaxing into this new normal and adjusting. And I feel like I do have to get used to this integration period of completely putting my life out there for millions of people to see and it's taking hold. And so 
I'm relaxing into it, but I'm also not putting too much pressure on myself of what I need to do next because I know that those opportunities will present themselves. And as long as I take action on them, then it will put me on a great path. And I don't say, you know, I got to do this, 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 and this, because then I get so overwhelmed in my head that I'm like, nope, okay. The, the thoughts will come and they will get here when they're supposed to. And I'll take action if I feel it is necessary, you know? And public speaking, I believe, is going to be in my future for sure. Um, at least I'm, I'm hopeful and I will be very grateful, you know, if it, if it is. Could be doing the next TED talk. Yeah. <laughs> I know for some reason, like I know a few people personally that I've done TED talk. So maybe my TED talk adjacent energy will go to you. <laughs> yes, I'll take all of it. All the good TED talk like, energy. I'll be like, I know another guy that did a TED talk. <laughs> One <Yes>. more person. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think like, I think what you literally the way that you responded to my suggestion of like, yeah, just going with the flow and whatever, like, that is walking in faith. And that is walking without ego or expectation about what's to come. And like, that is literally, I think, the way that I live life as well. It's like, I literally have no idea what's going to even happen in the next hour or who I'm going to be or the way that you responded kind of demonstrates that you do walk in faith. You're not having these ego expectations of what you should do or what's going to make you successful, but rather like trusting every step of your journey, which is how I live. And I feel like you demonstrate that. And I feel like that's sort of what happens as a result of this type of transformation is you no longer like make these crazy goals that you think are going to make you feel a certain way you're like at peace with yourself and you're walking every step of the way in that peace. Like, okay, if it comes, it comes, if it doesn't, it doesn't. And like, there's less attachment, which doesn't mean that you don't want certain things. It means that whether you get them or not, you're going to be fine. That was yeah. my take. <laughs> no, I a hundred percent. No, I get it. And it's like, you, you just become at peace with that and you allow it to unfold as it's supposed to. And, you know, I want to write a book. I want to do public speaking. I want to do, so many things, but I know that I can't do it all right now. And I know that when I think about doing all of that stuff, it just kind of is overwhelming. And as long as I'm at peace and I'm happy every day, that's all we need. Right. And so then we understand too, like part of my journey, right. Especially in the beginning stages of this, because there are so many amazing spiritual teachers that are far more what do you what do you call it they're just they've been doing this for a long time right so i'm brand new and i have so much to learn and so this whole integration period and getting people on board and and growing this following is really just been my main concern because um you know then we kind of everybody's coming with me really like i almost feel as if like you all are with me on this journey right like i finally found a space where there's a community of people out there that have just been trying to figure out that something that they're missing from their lives. And they all of a sudden stumble, stumble upon our videos. And then they're like, Oh yeah, this is what I feel. So I'm just at that integration point where it's like, I'm going to keep speaking my truth. And <clears throat> you know, those opportunities will definitely present themselves. But right now it's just in that point where one, I'm still just really chilling and at this really quiet, nice RV campground. I don't really put too much pressure on myself and I have always had, I've had this feeling for a while now and I've trusted it and I'm even moving through selling my house. I just feel like I've been told to rest right now. 
and to continue to rest and I will know when it's time to move, right? I get that just overwhelming knowing. And some people may call it laziness. I mean, that's fine, but I'm going to sit here and I'm going to stay in this peace and keep speaking my truth and just watch it blossom because I know and I have faith that it's going to. Like our voices are going to be heard and people are going to gravitate because that's just the way that the universe works and we're working in its favor. We are doing, you know, the work through God. I don't consider myself somebody as God, right? I consider my somebody myself as somebody who is a vessel and realize that when we act through those emotions and those feelings and we really truly listen, then we can do the work to make this place better. But we have to become better first and then go out. I know. And like, sometimes I feel like I sound like a Bible person or something, but I feel like the Bible has really good quotes. And sometimes I want to be like, all glory goes to God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, so really like that. <laughs> all glory goes to God. Yeah. Mm. And uh, one of my favorite Bible quotes, um, you know, and I always like, and that's why I always like to tell people because I do talk about Bible verses, but then I always like to preface it to people like saying, yeah, I talk about Bible verses, but I'm not a Christian. So I like to give that thought process to people because then it starts to, for them to ask more questions, right? Like you can't talk about the Bible and not be a Christian. Well, actually I can. It's just a, it's just a book that's been written and rewritten and rewritten, right? And there have been some things that have been artificially added to that book in order to control a population. And those are the belief systems that are hard to break down. And I yes. believe that, you know, if we don't learn to make peace with that, some people's belief systems are going to be shattered and they're not going to know where to go because, you know, it's, there are, there are a lot of people that stand firm in their belief systems and that's okay. Um, dude, I lose my train of thought sometimes when I'm just sitting here talking. You were, you were saying that oh, you the quote the Bible often. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. See, like I'm telling you, these, and I've just become more at peace of like these thoughts, they come in and then they go. Like, it makes me seem a little airheady, but I'm like, you know, whatever, I'm just going to let it flow. Um, but yes, my favorite Bible verse is be still and know that I am God. And how I interpret that is that when we are still enough, when we are quiet enough, when we get our mind to a place of peace, we understand that we are of God, right? Some may say we are God, we are of God, we are this of the same source. All of us came from the same thing right? We're just, again, we're fighting over the name and we're adding all of these words and that are creating opinions and judgments before we even understand it. When we're still, we can learn to understand it for ourselves without the barrage of stuff and jargon that's thrown at us. We can develop our own relationship with that feeling and that energy. And then once we know, right, once we know that, then boom, that's when our life takes off, the faith kicks in, the peace grows, we evolve, we understand the workings of everything, because it's just this overwhelming knowing. Once you have this spiritual awakening, you don't understand where the information came from, you just know that it is truth, and you speak it, you know, because yes. when there are millions of people that may, you may think have no evidence that you can see, but they're telling the same shared story. And these are people from different parts of the world that have never met each other. And it's millions of connections of the same exact story. It has to be the truth. What else could it be? I mean, at least that's my take on it, you know? 
Yeah. Or I feel like even when I was in astrology and tarot and all of that, like I would say things, but it would always be like, this is possible question mark. Like I was always like very open-ended about my opinions and my truths as well as like my philosophy. But ever since like, I feel like I met God or felt God's presence, I will say things and it's like this period, like no question, no doubt. This is a hundred percent truth. And people have like even gotten upset because they're like you're so dogmatic or whatever and I'm like when you feel truth and you like literally feel it to the core of your being there's no question like I'm not going to sit here and doubt because I have no doubt in my mind and like even when you see people like saying they had a spiritual awakening as you did you were just like it was God period you were like so convicted it wasn't like yeah I might have like felt the presence of God maybe or like maybe it was a spirit guide you were like it was God and like it wasn't even like questionable because I feel like when you feel it when you speak about truth truth is not something you question you're just like 100% no one can even change your mind yeah and I mean that's the one thing that truth is there's there's no right or there's no wrong it just is and so when you yes you know when you stand in faith with what just is people think you're crazy right because it's just it's this just overwhelming knowing that you can't understand until you feel it and it just is what it is and there's going to be people that deny it and don't believe it and call you crazy and the purpose of that is to just understand that they only view their life from what they know. And we should have more compassion with those people for those people because they know and they, they don't understand. Right. You know, and it's okay. It's okay. You can't, you can't awaken. We can't awaken every single person on the planet. Right. Duality. Some are gonna, some are not, but we sure as hell can stand in our truth with what is and allow those that are meant in their lives and in this world to gravitate toward that truth in a world full of, untruth i just want to watch people heal that's really it i want to just i've it, somehow it happened to me and there's a flip that's or a switch that flipped in my brain and i can't do anything else but this i don't nothing else interests me and it can almost seem where it's like obsessive but it's like man we are in a world that is just so crazy and it's like i just want like all i just want is to see people heal and um, I know that if I stand in that, cause I know that that's my purpose as is yours, that our, the universe is going to bless us, right? Every time we have those feelings in, of gratitude, when we watch other people heal, then it gives us even more than that, you know? Yeah. So we our, our life will just become this endless process of watching those people and helping bring them home to that feeling and be vulnerable enough to shed that old self and to purge all of those emotions because there's a purging in the process and it's not tough but we are here to say that it can be done and it is okay and there is nothing wrong with you or any of us there never has been yeah it's messy like laying Mm. on the floor in a puddle of my own drool crying but it's great (laughs) oh my gosh yes Um, when i had my spiritual awakening i like so I can feel something, I can feel something, and then that energy went through me, and I, my body just completely fell to the floor. I, like, I was just 
on the floor sobbing and just calling my mom jesus is real like jesus is real like i felt <laughs> it i felt this and i was like ma and so like initially yeah people are gonna think you're fucking crazy because you're like i talked to god and like they're like what dude like okay like so i recognized that too at an early stage and i was like okay i need to slow it down a little bit i did have this experience but i'm realizing that it's not normal for our society to see something like this happen. And I, I mean, at first you can even see like after my spiritual awakening journey, I was still trying to figure out my way of integrating into it. I started Reiki and I was like, oh, okay, maybe I can be a Reiki practitioner. I tried it. Like I bought the massage bed. I got the sound bowls and all of that. And then it's like, man, I just don't feel like this is the thing that I want to be doing. So then I like got the crystals and like started learning about that. That was cool. And then I started reading about Buddhism and it was all great. And it's all gotten me to where I am right now. And I've learned so much from it, but I have learned that, you know, like as I was going through that integration process too, I was understanding what I wanted and what I, you know, didn't want in or what my purpose was, I should say, and what my purpose wasn't while still acknowledging that those things are great and I can always come back to them. Right. I have my crystal sound bowls in my RV right now. And, um, <laughs> you know, I have the, like, a, I, I even bought like the jaw. There's a, what is that called? Like the jaw harp of like, I've just oh. been by, you know, I was obsessed with like different sort of musical instru instruments that allow you to bring your, your brain into a more coherent state. I have a shaman drum. I was learning about shamanism and it's like, Oh, bro, let's just slow down, right? We can't learn everything at once. And then the more I realized that I slowed down and didn't really put my identity in anything and just started talking and just starting mm -hmm. to letting the words flow out, that's when people mm -hmm. started listening. And that's when this started growing. And, you know, there were cases before I went viral, I guess, I don't know if that's what, if you want to call it that, um, where I was out in my journey and I was like, man, like I want to reach more people. I want people to hear what it is that I have to say. And I feel like I'm not reaching as many people as I, as I can. And so then I realized, Hey, I have shadow work to do right there. I am still fulfilling my purpose. I'm still standing in my truth. I still have to be at peace and act as if I have that following of those people that really want to hear my voice as if I have it right now. And then five days ago, poof, I, I sat out loud. It was five days ago? Yeah, I, I was literally <laughs> five days ago. <laughs> I feel like was that, was, that was like the day that I reached out to you. I didn't realize it was all like in the same. Yeah, and that's when it went freaking bonkers. And so mm. um, that's why I'm telling you, like, I, I'm just kind of like brand new. Like, you're brand spanking new. You're getting the very first podcast that interview somebody else pod or asked me to do on their or go on their podcast too next week so it's like that's I'm crazy yes, right like i'm <laughs> i'm literally just saying yes and if it feels good right i don't have to accept everything right i just look at it and i feel feel through it and i say okay i'll move right you tell the universe yes all right i'll move i heard you um but yeah five days and so in that the th four weeks ago three weeks ago two weeks whatever I was feeling like, man, I'm, I feel like I'm posting some good content and I just can't get people's attention or, and I was like, wait, I have to act as if I already, you know, manifestation, all that sort of stuff. And, um, yeah, I just, I, it, 
it's a constant unfolding process too. That's what I want people to understand. Like, and when you get to that point where you have those feelings like, oh man, you're hard on yourself. To me also, that's indicating that I'm on the verge of a breakthrough is the universe saying, hey, are you going to give in and just defeat, feel defeated? Or are you going to keep going and push through that fear and through that uncomfortability and vulnerability? And are you going to keep telling your story and know and have that faith that it's going to reach the right people? And I think it might be reaching the right people. I don't know. Um, well, I, I feel grateful. I feel grateful that I met you because I'm like, I think it is lonely when you're like, what am I the only person with this awareness? And then you do start to question it, like not forever. Like it just pops in. You're like a little bit of doubt pops in. You're like, wait a second. Am I crazy? Because like, this feels realer than real, but yeah, like there has to be one other person or, you know, besides just my clients <laughs> and right. my, like, there's other, like two other people in the world, but ever since been literally in the past month where like my followers will send me like did you check out this chick or whatever and then I found you and I'm like okay wait a second it is like a little bit of a wildfire spreading and I'm like mm -hmm. we're on the verge of something like just hang in there it's gonna be fine <laughs> oh yeah it's a great awakening it is it's a great and that's a even in quote you can tell me if I'm wrong but even in the bible right Jesus had had stated that in the year of Aquarius there will be a great awakening right and aren't we in the, I'm not an astrologist. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm, but aren't we in the year of Aquarius? Like, didn't that just happen? Like, like, yeah, it depends on which system you use, but yeah. And also yeah, we just like, had the full moon in Aquarius last night. So like you and I are meeting in the energy of the Aquarius full moon, which is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's been a while. There was a, uh, the super moon was on my birthday, right? July 31st, I think. Or is oh, that it... um, well. I know my app said it was a full moon or uh, I could be wrong, but I always thought like how this is all coming together is wild. The energy of all this is just so strong. I mean, I'm sure you can feel it. Yeah, I'm, I can feel it. I mean, I have also just like you where it's like, just rest, just rest, like my ego is very wrapped up in like providing for myself and in my career. Cause I've been an entrepreneur with my own business for like almost a decade. So it's like, and I don't have like the rich parents to help me out or like, you know, I don't, I'm basically like my own support system on every level. Yeah. And so I've, I've kind of had that ego of like, I need to build more business and I need to do this, blah, 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 blah. And I've had like the same message from God for like the whole past year of like, you need to be resting. You're undergoing a transformation. It's not time yet, but like literally in the last two weeks, it's been like, it's go time, Nicole. And it's like kind of go time without like any, any external guidance, only internal guidance. And also like no validation from the outside of like, you're doing the right thing. So it's like walking blindly, taking action. And it's like, but it was just recently, like in the past two weeks yeah. before that, it was like incubation and a Same. lot of intense physical healing, which we can, I don't know if you ever want to do this because I know you're blowing up, but I think it'd be cool to have you on Instagram. Do you have Instagram? Mm -hmm. To do like an Instagram live because we can like do a live like to your audience and my audience at the same time because yeah. my people would small, like be obsessed. It's a small, I have a, it's growing on Instagram, right? Um, so, but that would be great because then it could draw more people into that platform. One of the things that I am working on too is expanding my social media presence um 
again five days ago this all happened so i'm like i just birthed this spiritual <laughs> baby six months ago and then i'm like in this resting phase and then boom the universe is like <laughs> got like let's get moving and it's so funny because I, I believe that's the collective energy i think the collective energy is ready for that next stage in the awakening and that's waking up the next round of people right yeah learned and integrated and can speak this in an eloquent way or in a way that reaches certain people that maybe I can't right you're going to reach people that I can't reach or that I may be not be able to reach because you have certain life stuff in life right that is able to connect with other people in a different way so um yeah. you know I think that it's that at that point where it's like all right we're ready it's go time well, I also think, and I saw this when I was like really popular in astrology, like I used to make videos with other astrologers that would reach like millions of people and like I had a lot of notoriety in astrology, blah, blah, blah. But one thing I realized is when you have like in astrology, if you had two astrologers that were together, because we were astrologers before it got popular like it made it it legitimized it in a way where people were like oh wait there's two people that are educated speaking about astrology like there must be something here and i feel like with what's going on with us like everyone calls us crazy or whatever but when you have two people that have both experienced literally the same thing and literally use the same language like my audience is gonna laugh that you're describing things in the exact same way i've been saying with the exact same bible quotes the exact same everything like it legitimizes yeah. it and it, it as it should because it is truer than true and so i feel like people that are in this state connecting with each other is extremely powerful in the same way that astrology whoop, took off like wildfire i do truly believe that this will it will it has to there's no other way it's like oh. all paths lead back to god and i feel like i don't know maybe i'm being a little optimistic and like caffeinated right now but i do think i do think that's gonna happen i don't know no and i have the same feeling i've been telling my mom and my sister the same exact thing and it's that i feel that there is a great awakening that is going to happen and i i i know that the energy has shifted yeah i can even feel it in myself my confidence has grown in my speaking abilities my I've just come to this place of just extreme focus when I'm in my, when I'm making my TikToks and my videos, it's like, I, I truly feel like I'm speaking through the Holy spirit. Like, I just feel like these messages that are coming through in that time, I'll go back and I'll look at the video and I'm like, I don't even remember <laughs> making that video. And so like, I really truly do. I feel like it's, it's, it's this next step in the great awakening. And then also the confidence, right? The collective confidence is growing because when we see each other in the flesh and we talk and we get that internal validation from somebody else's circumstance, our confidence grows and our speaking ability grows because we're only human, right? Like there's that little bit of confidence that says, oh yes, this person's speaking it. So I'm going to stand up and I'm going to speak it too, even louder yeah. and stronger. Just like, it's just this collective growth. Yes, that we kind of build upon each other's confidence and conviction and yeah. yes, it's a beautiful oh. thing. Okay, so we're like reaching the two hour mark, which I think is a beautiful thing. And it's Dang. been so fun talking to you. Um, yeah. I'm going to like put all of your information below. I think the primary way to see your work is through your TikTok, but I'll put your TikTok and your Instagram and um, hopefully 
Yeah, I don't have my TikTok live activated yet, but that could also be cool because I feel like there's a lot more to talk about if we ever get a chance again. Um, but I just want to say thank you. Um, this and, this and that's another thing. That's what this is all about, right? It's about cooperation and it's about us working together and, you know, spreading that message together. It's all about just you know, raising your following and raising everyone's, it's, it's not about the following. It's, you know, you get what I mean. It's about speaking the yes. truth, finding every creative avenue we can do <laughs> to get to. Well, yeah, because to a certain degree for me to speak my truth meant I lost a lot of followers and I lost a lot of income and stuff because I switched from like going from, you know, kind of telling everyone what they wanted to hear in the astrology world to being like, God is real. <laughs> right. Right. It's wild. I feel that. Which is like, obviously it was worth it to me because I'd rather stand in my truth and lose everything than be fake and gain the world, you know, which that's like yeah. how I live. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? It's clear. But anyways, thank you for joining. Subscribe if you haven't, everyone. And um, yeah, we'll hear more from Matthew again, hopefully. Or at least you'll see his TikTok. And I highly recommend giving him a follow. It's definitely worth it. Oh, thank you. And I'm so grateful to be here with everyone and to share my story and share our story together. So, yay. Yeah. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that is the end of the interview with Mind Over Matthew, part two. I hope you really enjoyed this. I certainly did. I've actually had to listen to this interview five times, had to which was a joy, but we kept having internet problems where it kept cutting out. So I had to like edit out every single time that the internet cut out and we were like, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? So I have taken in his message and have totally appreciated it. I think he has an amazing perspective and also an amazing way of putting things into words that everyone can relate to. Sometimes I feel like I struggle with that. So I really appreciate that about him. And uh, he says in the interview that he doesn't have a website up. So definitely check that out. I'm going to link it below so you can go check that out. If you're on YouTube, it'll be in the description box. And as always, I offer coaching and spiritual mentorship. So you can go check out my website as well. And for sure, check out Matthew's offerings. He's so amazing. And thank you again for coming onto my channel and having a conversation with me, Matthew. You're amazing. I appreciate all of you. Give this video a big thumbs up and I'll see you guys in the podcast zone very soon. There's a new episode coming out called Face of Poverty. I recently realized that my face was asymmetrical and I understand the psychological, spiritual, and emotional reasons for that. So if you have an asymmetrical face or something about your body or whatever that doesn't make sense to you, perhaps this upcoming podcast will enlighten you a little bit to what could be going on and actually how to correct it because my asymmetrical face is becoming more symmetrical as I speak. All right, everybody, have a wonderful rest of your day. Take care and I'll see you all in the next episode.